The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. beautiful people. Welcome to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I hope that you are having a beautiful day and a beautiful start to your week. If you're listening to this on Monday when it airs, I hope you've been doing well. And also, I am so happy to report that eclipse season is officially over. If you guys are not familiar with eclipse energy, basically the last two weeks, or actually three weeks, We have had two different eclipses, and eclipses are times of, like, unexpected changes, and during these times, it's really important to be very flexible and very open to change because you never really know what might come up, and sometimes the effects of eclipse season or of what gets activated in eclipse season trickle out into the weeks following the eclipses, so definitely stay on the lookout for any unexpected opportunities, anything that surfaces that ties back to themes that the last couple of weeks have carried, And I feel like because they were in Aries and in Scorpio, it can tie a lot to like feeling intense emotions or wanting to take action towards the things that you feel passionate about or control or navigating emotions like anger. Anything along those lines might be getting extra activated right now in a certain area of your life. So be kind of mindful about it and It's always a good time to tune back in now that eclipse season is over and connect with yourself and connect with how you're feeling. I feel like this past week, especially for me, I have been feeling a little bit extra tired and just kind of in the mood where I feel like so much has happened in my life where this past week I was very much in like rest mode. I just wanted to kind of like enjoy and have a little bit more fun and I definitely did, which was good because now going into this new week, I'm feeling ready and I'm feeling motivated and I feel like I gave myself enough time to like low-key check out a little bit and then now kind of tackle everything again with a fresh energy so I'm feeling pretty good and I'm excited for the week ahead there's lots of celebrations coming up I have lots of podcast episode recordings coming up and this week is Pedro's graduation so there will be lots of celebrating lots of family time and I am manifesting that it's a really amazing week so I'm excited And on another note, today's episode is so exciting. I interviewed Mimi Bouchard. If you're not familiar with Mimi's work, she is the founder of the app Superhuman, which is an app that kind of blends affirmations and meditation into you becoming your higher self. So the app essentially provides a bunch of different kinds of meditations that you can do across your day. So there's meditations for when you're grocery shopping, There's ones for when you're getting ready, for when you're doing a workout, walking, running, or just even sitting or journaling meditations. I think it's really cool that Mimi has kind of innovated in the meditation space and integrated these tools into our everyday lives, which I think is absolutely incredible. And I have been following Mimi for a long time. I remember 
when I had first started my content creation journey, she was a huge inspo for me. She also has her own podcast, which is amazing. And she's just a really lovely, inspiring human being. And our conversation was wonderful. We talked about her own inner growth journey. We also talked about how she founded Superhuman, the vision behind it, and tools to help you become your higher self and your best self and what that really entails and what it takes for you to become your best self. So it was a super inspiring episode. I know you're going to love it. So I'm going to keep this intro short and sweet so you can enjoy the conversation and we can dive right into it. So with that said, let's get growing and I'll see you on the other side. Hi Mimi, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So excited to be on. Oh my gosh, me too. This is going to be an amazing conversation. I was telling you this before we started recording, but I'm just feeling so excited because I've been following your journey for so long. Like even before Superhuman was Superhuman, like when you did the rebrand and like, I love your podcast also. So this is really exciting. You're an OG, baby. <laughs> I am. I am. And to get started, could you just share your sun, moon and rising? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I know it. Yeah, I do. I know them. Um, the one that like, if someone asks me what I am, I'm a cancer. That's sun, right? Yeah. Okay. So my moon and my rising are Leo. I'm a cancer sun and a Leo, double Leo after that. Oh my gosh. Can I give you a little astro insight? Oh my God. Give me that? everything. I love all this kind of stuff. Oh my God. So first of all, I'm a cancer moon. So I absolutely love cancers. I was just telling this to a friend of mine that like, 80% of people in my life have a cancer placement in their big three. Oh so I love cancer energy so much. Yeah. And the funny thing, though, is that since you have a Leo rising and a Leo moon, I guess, you have this like really cool duality between the two of them. But that means that your son is in the 12th house. And that's like the most like spiritual house of the zodiac. It kind of represents like meditation and everything like, makes sense. Everything kind makes of like sense. resting and being a little bit in hermit mode and like resetting almost yeah. and the power of like navigating our zero to 100 tendencies and like finding more balance and all of that instead of like avoiding actually like taking the right self-care practices. Yeah. So that's where you shine. That's where you're yeah. yeah, You're spot on. You are spot and on. That's just so cool because like you literally are the founder of a meditation app. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. I, I honestly feel like. I'm so cancer, like in so many areas of my life, but I'm so Leo in so many areas of my life. Whenever I read astrology, I really gravitate towards what it says for Leo all the time. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on the cusp there. Totally. I have an Aries rising, but every time I read like horoscopes or anything, I always read for Taurus and for Aries because I resonate a lot with both as well. Yeah. I feel like our rising sign is like really powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that much about astrology, but every time I learn about it, I'm like, yep, makes sense. And human design yeah. too makes so much sense. I actually, before I did my human design test, I looked uh -huh. at all of them and I said, let's see if I can guess which one I am to see if it's legitimate. And I guessed which one I was. What are you in human design? I'm a manifesting generator. How did you guess that? Because it was like, you always have like 5 billion things, tabs open at a time. You're always like in the middle of so many different things. You're super creative. You're a visionary type a lot of the time and you reset 
by being by yourself. I read once and a lot of these things, like I'm an introverted extrovert, I like to say, Mm -hmm. and a lot of that aligned with what I've read and, you know, a lot of the creativity and passion and go-getting attitude that I have that I I really think that comes from being aligned with uh, whatever the human design says I am. Yeah. I love that. I'm a a generator. So I have like similar qualities to that, but technically what's most aligned for generators is like doing one thing really well like just doing what you feel really passionate about instead of doing a lot of things but naturally I tend to want to do a lot of things at once like this interesting duality I know yeah I I know yeah but that's so cool that we're able to guess and to just start off this episode I kind of wanted to zoom into your own personal transformation because I remember like way back when as I was saying like earlier on in the podcast even like through your previous platform like personal growth was something you talked about a lot and you still do and that's what this podcast is about right it's about inner growth and like growing from within so could you just give a little bit of an overview on your own inner growth journey 100% it's been like a 180 over the past eight years And uh, my first introduction to personal growth was through a book my mom gave me, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. It's basically this old personal growth book with an old white guy on the cover. But for some reason at that time in my life, I was 17, 18 years old. It really resonated with me. And I had a pretty tough time being an early teen and teenager. I went through a lot of my shit um, early on and it had a big impact on me. So when I found personal development books, that inspiring awe of who I could potentially be being shown to me, I truly just became addicted to doing that work on myself because I wanted to feel good so badly. And it's been such a journey, but honestly, fast forward, you know, the eight years since that happened, I've changed my whole life and it's truly because of this work. Yes, I own a personal development company, but the work itself is the only reason I've gotten to where I am today financially, from my relationships to my friendships, to where I live, to my joy that I feel every day, to the life I've created for myself. I'm just so proud of young Mimi for putting in that work and it wasn't easy and it, there were so many ups and downs and I always like to preface to everyone that this has not been a linear journey when you embark on a personal development path there are so many ups and downs and you often feel like you're taking a thousand steps backwards and one step forward but the truth is you just have to keep going because the longer you keep going you know you're going to look back five years down the line and be like wow I've, I've really changed and noticed that massive radical shift in your life so you know Mimi as a young girl in her early teens, like preteens, early teens, and then mid-teens, I was depressed and I had like depression. I didn't realize that at the time um, I had severe anxiety. I was incredibly self-conscious. I had an eating disorder. I had bulimia. And like, I didn't even think twice about it. It was just what my friend and I would do after school. Like it was really weird. And I was disconnected to the real me. And I feel like when I think about Mimi at five, six years old and I see pictures of her, I see that light in her eyes and I'm just like, wow, that is me. That's the true self. And then over time, as I turned eight, nine, 10, 11 years old, things started getting cloudy. You know, I started hating my life and being very, um, you know, judgmental about my family. And I felt so much shame about the fact my parents didn't have a lot of money. And I 
just wasn't happy with myself. My body was changing and, you know, the society even today and back then just really isn't a positive thing a lot of the time for young girls. And I was at a really low point. I could go on and on about stories. And then I started to drink alcohol and party. And that was a big part of what I had to let go of as I started doing personal growth work, because that was a a massive inhibitor to my happiness and success. And I did drugs at a really young age. I grew up in a big city in Toronto and I just was influenced very easily. And I would do like hard drugs, going to high school dances, like loads of cocaine and MDMA and drink a lot and smoke cigarettes. And it was just like, I didn't care. I just, I I cared so much about what people thought of me, but then yet I didn't give a shit about myself. Right. So, um, Mm -hmm. I I went through a really low time and I would, my, my body was yelling at me to change. I would get these allergic reactions. Like every time I smoked weed in high school, I'd get these allergic reactions where I'd have to like go to the hospital, but I wouldn't stop. It was so weird. My, everything about me was just like, you know, I was just so lost. And, uh, I decided that I just couldn't do this anymore. And I went to university for two seconds and ended up leaving. Um, and that was kind of my breaking point, a moment in my tiny dorm room in in university in Canada. Um, I read that book and I decided to change my life and I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I wanted to create an online magazine and a blog. And then I ended up moving to London, England for five years. And then I had some crazy experiences there and then ultimately created my personal brand all around personal development as it began changing my life. And then I started sharing these audio files that were kind of like guided meditations, but different. Um, And then that became superhuman, which it is today. And now I'm 26 years old and I live in the Bahamas with my fiance and I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I'm the healthiest I've ever been. And I'm earning more money than I've ever believed I could. And I'm just feeling so grateful. And I know it's going to continue evolving. You know, this personal development journey is not one that you get to. It's always something that you're ongoing with. And I can't wait to see the next level version of Mimi because I just feel like as I've perfected this method of improving my life, it just happens a lot faster and faster the longer I go. Yeah. Oh my God. I have so much to say. (laughs) The first thing is thank you for sharing your story. And I love how you just like started off by mentioning how it's nonlinear because Mm -hmm. it's very easy, you know, to summarize things down to a point where it just seems like it was like an overnight success or like a sudden change, but it's these little steps over time that build up to the change and to the transformation that like you see now. And I also had a pretty challenging like teen years. And so I related a lot to that part of your story and just like, especially the aspect of like healing from an eating disorder and healing from your relationship to yourself, right? Like Mm -hmm. trusting yourself and feeling confident in your own skin and all of that. I'm just in awe of your transformation. I think a lot of people see it and like your glow. And I love how you also tied it back to like your younger self and looking back to like that, like five-year-old version of you that like had that spark and keeping that in mind like throughout the whole time like how do you arrive back to that version of you before all the conditioning before all the things that like you ingrained in your brain you were like supposed to do or that would make you be judged by other people and I think something I've constantly done a lot of work on also has been this like release of 
what is everyone else going to think of me? Mm-hmm. And I know that's something you kind of shared was a big part of your experience, like earlier on in like yeah. your high school experience and things like that. And yeah, it's just really a beautiful story. And I love it. And one thing I want to say too, is it's so interesting how like a book can be yeah. the changing point. Cause for me, it was the power of now. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's, that's just really interesting how just simply reading someone else's writing can yeah. completely change your perspective and your drive beyond yeah and I'm actually in the process of writing my own book right now which is just the cherry on top to my busy life at the moment but I'm really happy about finally getting my stuff together to to finally do it I've been wanting to do it for years and um, I just know that it's going to be a true just reflection of, of all the work I've gone through and everything that I've truly figured out to work in this in this world and that's so exciting. I hope it helps people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to read it. And when you think back to that book, the success principles book, what do you think is something that you still go back to from that book? Or what do you think were the most like game changing mindset shifts that you took away that then led you to like want to change your life? Right. So what I learned in the book truly became beliefs of mine that I just still have every day. I, I haven't read the book in ages. I probably should but like these principles have just been ingrained in my belief system now. So one of them, this is the first chapter, take a hundred percent responsibility for your life. I was a victim. (laughs) I didn't take responsibility. And I felt that because I didn't grow up in a very wealthy family and everyone else had this and I didn't have that. And because of this and no, no, I take full responsibility for my life. And it was interesting because the moment that that started happening, the moment that I became empowered for that change. So that's a massive principle. And I don't believe in victimizing people. I don't, I don't want to tell someone that they're a victim. I find it cruel because when you believe that you are powerless, guess what? You become powerless. So I want everyone to feel empowered. And that's a deep belief of mine and um, how you react. It creates everything. Obviously you can't control something like if, your parent got in a car accident or something terrible happened, but you can control your reaction and how you take that event in your life to create the outcome that you desire. There's a lot there. And then another one was uh, your network is your net worth. That was a big Mm -hmm. one. And uh, to piggyback off of that, you are an average of the five people that you surround yourself with most. So that's all about your environment. I'm very picky with the people I hang out with. I have a very tight-knit group of friends. I've had to let go of a lot of people in my life that weren't a good fit for me and that did not support me or that just had uh, something about them that wasn't aligned. Um, And I'm very proud of the people I'm around because I'm just, you know, it's just, it's the perfect group for me. And uh, gosh, there are so many things, you know, acting as if was a big chapter that is in there. I have to read this book now. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like the basics. Like I honestly might read it again and be like, oh, like this is now boring to me because I know all of it. It's like Mm -hmm. the basics, but it's really good for a beginner. Like it's it's kind of like the Bible, you know, like it's just like all the (laughs) basics. I call it my Bible. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Um, yeah. I'm like really, really excited to read it myself. And I I'm huge on personal accountability. I think when I first came into contact with spirituality and like I said, the power of now and had my own awakening. 
a big part of it like probably the biggest part of it and like changing my life as well was about just like taking ownership and just being like how am I contributing to my current life situation what am I doing that's keeping me in these scenarios that's causing discomfort for me that's keeping me stuck because it's very easy to go onto the victim mindset and like blame other people or say it's their fault or say oh I just you know woe is me like this is just what it is but it's more empowering to actually look at yourself and be really honest with what you're doing because that's what you have control over absolutely yeah you you control the outcome of your life I'm a true believer in that and if you aren't if someone listening is not just try it for like a month. Try to take full ownership of your life and just see what changes because it can be hard at first and it's a massive reality check at first um, <laughs> and it can be really hard and our egos hate that. Yeah, idea. I was going to say, it's the ego. the ego gets really activated. Yeah, they don't like that. So just try it and see what shifts and see how much happier you are and how much more you accomplish and just see how that shifts. And I think if everyone in the world you know, embodied more of this empowered mindset, we would have such higher rates of joy, lower rates of depression and anxiety. And it's truly you feeling like you actually have the power to change and you control the outcome of your life. Um, Obviously, there is so much up in the air there. You can't exactly predict and control to the the T. But generally speaking, if you want to be a happy, successful person, that is on you and you can totally do that. There is no question about it. And it kind of no comes down to that reaction, right? It's like when it comes to the situations that you don't have control over, then think about, okay, how can I choose to react in this moment? Or how can I respond instead of react? And then when it comes to the rest, it's how can I embody the most accountability here? And how can I actually take action mm-hmm. and think about where I want to go and then how to get there? And something you kind of touched on is the stories that we tell ourselves, right? And how like the stories we tell ourselves create our reality. I think you said like, you know, if you want to be successful, like you need to tell yourself the story of I am successful, I will be successful. So can we just dive into that a little bit? And if you have any tips for anyone listening on like how to get real about the stories they're telling themselves and then how to start doing the work to change them. Yeah, it's all about first getting clear. So one of my formulas has two steps. Number one, clarity. Number two, becoming. So once you have clarity on what you desire, then all you need to do is start becoming the kind of person that has those things. So number one is clarity. If you don't know what you want, a great tip is journaling. And you don't even need to be listening to a writing meditation or doing guided journaling prompts. You really, all you need is pen and paper and no distraction, put your phone away for five freaking minutes and put that <laughs> away and be with yourself. And I love journaling early in the morning because I just feel like there is no distraction and there's mm-hmm. also no remnants of like being unclear because you've been on your phone or computer all day and there's just, it's clarity and it's just new, fresh energy in the morning. So if you want to do that in the morning, it's it's an amazing tool to find clarity, just free write free write. What do I want? (laughs) Ask yourself that, write it down. What do I want? And just do a list of things that you desire and then start designing the archetype of person that, that you would like to become that has those things. And once you start embodying the energy 
of the version of you that has what you desire, you're going to notice little subtle shifts immediately that turn into these massive waves of transformation. Like if you believe that you are a wealthy person and an incredible business woman, then and you give off that energy, you're going to start a noticing new opportunities because your RAS and your brain is going to start getting triggered, which is the reticular activating system. It's the filtration process in your brain that basically decides what you get to focus on and what you notice. Um, so for example, you know, if you are about to buy a red convertible and you're driving on the highway and you start seeing them everywhere. They were always there. You just started noticing them because your RAS is now triggered. So the same thing happens when you start to realize who you want to be and you have that clear image in your mind. So what happens when you are a wealthy businesswoman? Then you start embodying this energy. You see opportunities. You start speaking in that way and people start to take you seriously and they want to work with you. They want to be, you know, around you. These, these people want to give you opportunities. I'm telling you, things come up out of nowhere when you give off this energy. And then also you, you act like her in the sense that you wake up in the morning and you work on your vision and you don't procrastinate as much as you used to. And I'm not saying any, anyone needs to be perfect. I procrastinate every day. I'm just saying, but you know, you do it less and you, you just change and it's subtle and it's, and it's slow sometimes, but it just happens. And the best way to do that is to change your self image. You, you need to condition your mind, right? So it's not enough to just journal one morning. Okay. I want to be the version of me that makes a lot of money. That has a beautiful relationship that is healthy and happy. No, you need to condition your mind all the time throughout the day with that message. And that's ultimately why I created superhuman because there wasn't anything else out there that conditioned my mind in everyday moments. Like when I was walking, when I was cooking, when I was getting ready in the morning, and that's what superhuman is. It's meditations for every moment of the day. And they're not even meditations. They're just like, I don't know what to change the name to. I'm trying to figure it out right now because it's so much more than just that. It's not traditional at all. It's energizing audios for every moment with your eyes open. So yeah, but that's what it is essentially. And that's what it's designed to do is to help you be conditioned in everyday moments. It's like the easiest way to transform. It's like the Pavlov dog theory. He brings the bell, the dog salivate. <laughs> He's there being conditioned by an everyday moment. So that's mm -hmm. ultimately why I created the company. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to energy, right? You're saying like when you start exuding this energy and you start being in that energy, that's when things start to shift. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. And something else you always talk about is our habits, right? And I always come back to, I think, I think I first heard it from you, which is like our habits make up our days, which make up our weeks, which yeah. make up our months, which make up our years, which make up our life. And so what are some of your favorite habits or like your non-negotiables? I think that quote that I don't even know if I created it, but I haven't heard it anywhere else. So I'm not going to take full credit for it, but I kind of am at the same time. So the quote is your mornings create your days, your days create your weeks, your weeks create your months, your months then become your years and your years become your life, right? So it just shows you from a bird's eye view how impactful your mornings are and the habits that you have in your morning. So to answer your mm -hmm. question, the more that I learn about transformation, the more that I practice it, teach it and write about it now with my book, the more I realize that it's actually less like habits are so important, but 
the best thing to do is to just change yourself from like the highest level, which is your self image. Because when you change your self image, your habits, like they, it trickles down, right? Your habits naturally change, your beliefs naturally change, how you act naturally changes. So it's like, you know, as amazing as the book Atomic Habits is, and it's such a great book, everyone should read it. I'm now starting to realize it's actually, you don't start with habits, you start with your self image. That's the first step. So this is now what my book is about. It's about the self-image because think oh about gosh. it. If, if you have, like how revolutionary is this? If you have the core belief that I am not a runner, <laughs> like I'm just not a runner, <laughs> but then you try to create a habit of running for 10 minutes every morning yeah. until your self-image changes about being a runner, it's going to be effort. You're going to forget some mornings. It's just going to take so much effort and willpower oh and discipline. And then you're going to burn out. What if you start telling yourself, I'm a runner and then guess what? You're going to want to run. I'm like I, laughing I'm, because what? I'm currently training for a half marathon. Oh, no way. And when I first started, I literally had to identify as a runner. I was like, I'm a runner. My body loves running. Like I yeah. run every day. I'm strong. Like you have to start that conditioning because it's so totally. much harder to find the motivation if you're not telling yourself like, yeah, I'm the kind of person that runs half marathons. It, it's everything. So think about it like. I'm not a smoker. So if someone offers me a cigarette, I'm gonna be like, no, sorry, I'm not a smoker. No, thanks. But if I'm like trying to quit smoking and then someone offers me a cigarette, you know, maybe I'm like, oh, I'm trying to quit. Okay, maybe one, you know, no. If you just say, no, I'm not a smoker. Even if you used to be last week, you know, no, I'm not. There is such a higher chance of you not giving in, right? So it's so weird, you know, like even since dating Ben, he doesn't really like desserts or sweet things. And like, just being around him, like I don't eat as much sweet stuff because I'm just, we're at dinner and it's like the waiter comes, do you guys want dessert? And we're like, no, we don't really eat dessert, but I'm like, and I would have ordered it <laughs> if I wanted it. And I still order it if I'm in the mood, but just like being, and that shows your environment creates, yes. you know, who you are too. Right. Cause it's like naturally, yes. like if I wanted it, I would totally have it. Right. I'm not, I practice intuitive eating. I don't restrict, but I will say, because I'm with someone who like doesn't really eat dessert you know, like I, I just, I don't really want it either. And I, he has that self-image and it's kind of trickled onto me weirdly. It's really interesting. It's yeah. all subconscious. Yeah. That's such a relatable example. Cause I feel like that's such a thing. Like there's people that would just be like, yeah, I'm like not really a sweets person. Yeah. I am still a sweets person, but not as much <laughs> as I used to be. And I didn't even try not to be, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is fascinating. And I mean, the whole concept around superhuman or something that's just like threaded throughout it the whole time is thinking about your future self right and stepping into your future self now and this kind of intertwines with the self-image thing and I kind of want to double down like double click on the self-image thing so for someone who's listening and it's kind of like mm, like this is interesting like okay maybe I need to start identifying as a type of person I want to be right let's say the smoker example or the runner example or the sweets person example but what are other tips that you have to like improve your self-image and to just like do the work when it comes to our self-image so that we can just like transform more quickly I think the fact that you want it is the first step right like if you get clear okay I want change and you're deciding that's the first step and the second step is reminding yourself of it daily because how many of us have like created a 
a big goal list on January 1st and then like (laughs) February comes along and like you completely forget about your goals and just because they're not front of mind and you're not repeatedly reading them over you just naturally go back to the old self and you forget you forget that you want to be that version of you right so I honestly believe that re-reading your goals or re-reminding yourself of your goals every day is so important and whether that looks like a morning routine that can take 10, 20 minutes of you doing um, a quick meditation or you listening to a getting ready meditation while, you know, doing your makeup in the morning or just something super simple that's realistic because so many of us want to, when we want to change, we're like, okay, for an hour every morning, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And for a lot of us, it doesn't work. Like for me, I used to get so hard on myself because I just wouldn't do it and it wouldn't work. So creating these realistic activities and habits that are weaved into our day is so much more attainable and like it actually garners better results because you actually do it right so what I would say is creating some sort of like daily practice and I would obviously recommend superhuman but if there's something else that works for you then just do that instead um you know just reminding yourself whatever it takes to remind yourself of what you want and then just flooding your brain with reasons why you are and reasons why you're on your way and just changing that belief system just to at the core feel like it's just part of who you are. You are obviously going to get what you want. And it just becomes this belief. Like I honestly know for a fact that whatever I want in my life, like all these goals that I have, like I know I'm going to achieve them. I know without a doubt, I know. And that's just because I have, this deep self-image of someone that has the life that I desire and I have it now and I'm going to continue getting more and more and more and I know the goals that I have are going to be hit and I have that deep inside of me that feeling it's a knowing it's a knowing and I used to not have that when I was younger I knew that I was going to do something different actually. And I don't think you need to have that to have a big life at all. Um, But when I was five, six years old and people asked me, what do you want to do when you grow up? Who do you want to be? I didn't know. I always thought it's same actually. Right. Okay. So I just didn't know. I, so I always had this like feeling of like, there was something that I wanted to do that hadn't been done before. And, you know, when, when I was a teenager, I, I, felt that whatever I wanted was so far away. Of course, I wanted, you know, to have a career that was fulfilling and different and where I earned a lot of money and where I could help people maybe, but it just, it felt so far away. But then the more I started conditioning my mind, the closer it got and then it ultimately became a reality. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting that for you too, you didn't know. Yeah. A lot of people just know when they're younger. Yeah. It's interesting. I wasn't ever really the kind of person when someone asked me like, what do you want to be? I'd be like, yeah, I want to be a doctor or I want to be an actor. Like I just, yeah, I just like didn't know. I was like, I want to be happy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I think that's what I would say. I I love that. That's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Carolina, like just, just striving to spread positivity out there. Um, But that's so amazing. And before we dive into some rapid fire questions, I want to circle back to a question I had a couple of minutes ago that we ended up getting derailed because of the quote, but what are some of your non-negotiable habits that you like keep turning back to? Oh gosh. Um, I really try to not go on my phone for the first, like at least 20 minutes of the day. And I'm not perfect at this, but it changes my whole freaking day when I'm glued to my computer all day, like a day 
like today, um, I really try to go outside in nature without my phone at some point. So after this call, like I, I'm done with my calls. <laughs> I've been on for the past seven hours back to back. Like I told you off air, like I haven't even had lunch. It's been one of those days. So I just want to go outside and like, you know, clear my mind and reset for the evening. Um, and, uh, yeah, just nature, and I, a morning routine is important to me. I don't have a strict routine when it comes to that anymore. I used to more, but I've just realized I'm a bit more flowy and mm-hmm. I didn't want to feel restricted, but I have like my greens when I wake up and water and my probiotics, my supplements. And, uh, you know, I just, I like to be healthy. I drink a lot of water when I wake up. Actually, this is something I do every morning. The moment I wake up, I go and do my tongue scraping. I'm like addicted to, I can't drink water until I tongue scrape. So I tongue scrape every morning. <laughs> I just started doing it. And I have loved it so far. It's like you can't go back from it. It's disgusting not to. Yeah. 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 It's kind of crazy. Like once I started doing it, I was like, wait, this is kind of gross. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. But it's so satisfying. I'm yeah. like, I kind of love the mornings where like a lot comes off. I'm like, great. We got it all off. And I'm like sad the days that like nothing comes off. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, love that. And I like how you also said, like being fluid with your morning routines is also really magical and like tuning in and being intuitive with it. So yeah. let's do some rapid fire questions. I do these questions with every guest and you can answer them with the first thing that comes up. So do you have a quote or a mantra that you live by? I think we already talked about it, but if it's a different one. Oh my God. I always have different ones. Um, take 100% responsibility for your life is one of them. For the person like at the beginning of their journey, this is something I wish I knew when I was younger is don't take advice from someone that doesn't have what you want. And it's kind of a harsh one. But when I was Mm -hmm. younger, I had all these people to try to give me advice on things and they weren't even where I wanted to be. And like, I just never, it really tainted my belief in myself a lot of the time. I had that random uncle when I moved to London say, oh, you're only going to last a month. Like, you know, don't do it. And I'm just like, wow. I listen to you. So I'm glad I didn't. But sometimes when you're at the beginning stages of your journey, you need to just have that like really core self-assuredness and uh, only listen to people that have what you want in that certain area, you know? Yes, exactly. Do you have any books that you would recommend to anyone listening? Well, if you're a beginner, I love the success principles. Um, Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza is amazing. I love his work. I've been to many of his workshops. He's definitely um, an inspo. He's awesome. And, um, atomic habits is a good one. Although I was kind of ripping on habits being the, the be all end all. <laughs> I, it's an amazing one. And then hopefully my book that later this Yay! year when it's out, I'm so excited to read it. And what makes you feel like your best self? Superhuman. I'm going to be honest. I know it sounds <laughs> like an eye roll response, but I truly use the app every day. And I, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's there's nothing else amazing like app. it. It makes me feel like my best self, like crazy. Like ultimately, if I could, if if I could choose two things every day to make me feel like my best self, it would be superhuman and either like eating healthy or like journaling. You know, those, it's one of my top ones. Love it. Okay. Last question is if someone didn't hear anything from this episode, except this part, what would you want to leave them with? You are the creator of your life. And you're exactly where you need to be to create the most incredible, beautiful life possible. Connect with your aliveness every day and reduce the numbing activities that we all succumb to, like too much technology, too much social media, 
and uh, just know that everything you want can happen. You just need to do what you deeply intuitively know you need to do and become the ultimate self to have the life that you want. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love that. That was such an amazing note to end on. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I had so much fun chatting with you. Flew by and please share where everyone can follow you and where they can use superhuman. Thank you, Carolina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Superhuman go to superhuman.app. So instead of dot com it's just dot app so superhuman dot app uh, on your browser and you can learn so much more about superhuman and get a 14-day free trial there you can also check us out on the app store um, my personal instagram is mimi bouchard and uh, i also have a podcast that i'm relaunching it's a big new launch kind of just changing everything up i just hired a podcast producer and we're really going to elevate the whole podcast and all of the episodes um in the coming months so my podcast is just called mimi and that's it amazing thank you so much again thank, thank you. you to everyone awesome listening have a great rest of your day too and we'll talk soon bye bye it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust the mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.